Are you ready to make 2017 the year you transform your life? You can wait for something to happen or you're actually going to decide to go, go home after this weekend to do something about that. We all know that we have a very, very limited amount of time on this earth. So let's not have repeated years. Live your own life. Make the choice, make the decision for your own life. Fear is where you develop courage. There's a moment going, holy crap, all right, I'm gonna do this now. The wellness breakthrough is coming. And so you actually have that choice every single morning, every single day, every single moment to decide whether you're gonna live it to the fullest or not. Join myself, Marcus Pierce, and the wellness guys, Damien Christoph, Lawrence Tam, and Brett Hill for two nights and three days of transformation at the country place. 10 acres of breathtaking rainforest in the Dandenong Ranges of Victoria, February 17 to 19. It's each and every single one of you are gonna support each other in your journey, whatever that journey is. Couples discounts available, limited spots remaining for all information and to watch the spine chilling video, go to thewellnessbreakthrough.com. TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Sit back, light the fire, kick your shoes off, because it's time for That Paleo Show with your favorite caveman, Brett Hill. Welcome to That Paleo Show, making the paleo lifestyle easy and accessible for everyone. I'm Brett Hill, and this week I've got two very special guests joining us. They are Mega and Matt from Keto Connect. Um... Mega graduated from the University of San Francisco School of Law, um, but based on her cooking, you'd think she came from a culinary school. She loves to challenge herself on a daily basis and pulls inspiration from her family and friends. Um, Matt always had a passion for cooking and living a healthy lifestyle. He spends his days as a computer engineer, we've got a diverse type group here, uh, and nights engineering delicious low-carb paleo or low-carb meals. Originally from Michigan, he spent the last four years in Ohio, San Francisco, California, and moving to Philadelphia, where they've born Keto Connect. So, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much for having us. How's it going? Really good, really good. I'm really looking forward to chatting to you guys. You guys have come from, as I said, kind of diverse backgrounds, from law and from computer engineering. It is not what you think of when you think of uh, chefing and, and cooking healthy meals. So, tell us a bit about yourselves. How did you guys end up um, with this as a passion and, uh, you know, I guess, a career for you guys? So, I think for both of us, especially just healthy eating and working out and cooking has been a huge passion in our lives, you know, despite our background education. So, when we met about two years ago, we actually met online dating, which was um, a fun way to meet. We found that we both love to cook together. So, we actually started cooking together every night instead of going on dates. And I would always complain and be like, you're not taking me on, on enough dates. <laughs> but um, it turned out to work in our favor because through cooking, we realized, you know, there's a lot of ways to live life. 
and um, get your nutrition and your macros. And we came upon, actually it was Matt who stumbled upon the ketogenic diet. And so we did a lot of research and we determined that it was something we wanted to test out. It's something we wanted to try and see if it fit our lifestyle and if we could um, adapt to the cooking and the diet, right? Yeah. The adapting your cooking style to be low carb is a really fun thing for us. Yeah. Just like adapting a lot of our favorite recipes to be low carbs, like low carb bread is our most popular recipe. Everyone loves it. We have a really good recipe for that. And yeah, our relationship just a lot of it grew from cooking together. Right. That's when she really fell in love with me. Or <laughs> we were keeping on our first uh, Valentine's Day. I made her homemade raviolis. <laughs> and that was it. The rest is history. So the way to her heart was definitely through her stomach? Absolutely. still is. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So we um, we continued to – you know, Matt's still in engineering. I finished law school. But we realized that our passion was really in um, exploring health and wellness and different ways for people to live their lives and also enjoy the food they're eating. Yeah. I'm always the type of guy who's really quick to jump into crazy – uh, like quotation marks, crazy diets and just experiment with my body and see how I feel. So this was like right up my alley and we started experimenting with this and we really liked it. So we stuck with it. Yeah. So Matt, what diets had you experimented, experimented with before meeting Mega? Well, when I met her, I was a vegetarian and then she mm-hmm. partially became a vegetarian because of that. Um, and I've just always experimented, like I've been doing intermittent fasting for maybe six or eight years. That's a big one that I've, I've experimented with and, you know, just not necessarily even all diets, but just like certain things like bulletproof coffee. I'll take, I'll drink a lot of mornings, see how I feel with that different, uh, supplements, just kind of like biohacking. I'm kind of into that type of stuff. Yeah. Nice. And Megan, what about you? Had you tried a few different diets before running into Matt? Um, absolutely. I mean, just, you know, as, as a woman, um, you know, the societal pressures, there's, there's a lot, you know, that the, uh, politics that go into it, but I've done low carb, I've done counting calories. I've, I've done just, um, you know, straight restriction, which is difficult. And a lot of people, men and women face on a daily basis. And so the beauty about a ketogenic diet is that you're not restricting yourself. You're not counting calories. You're mostly just looking at the intake of fat and carbs. And, you know, it's flexible on a daily basis. So today, if I eat a lot more carbs than I, and I hope to, then tomorrow I just start back over. And so what I love about it is it's not pressuring me into certain, you know, aspects of a diet like I can't eat above 1200 calories or I can't eat any candy or I can't eat any fruits like that's what makes dieting tough for me and I know for a lot of people is like just the straight cutting out of things yeah nice um well I'd love to talk to you guys more about the low-carb diet but before we go any further I need to ask more about the online dating so how did you guys meet like was it was it tinder you know was it how did you guys meet tell us about that because that's kind of cool story do you guys have okay cupid in Australia, I'm sure. I'm sure we do. I not. I don't know of it, but I'm sure we do. So it's like it's a free one, but it's more like Match.com. It's more like an actual. Um, it's like a desktop website. You put a lot of time in, like sending messages back and forth. Right. And uh, it's a step up from Tinder. There's a lot of apps <laughs> out there. I had, I had a feeling it was. I was teasing. <laughs> yeah, I feel like when you go on it, you know you're looking for a relationship. So that's, I guess, that's what. 
you know, going into our first date, we knew like this could turn into more than just a one night stand. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So what was it that made you guys think that? Like, was it your love of food that that kind of attracted you to each other? Or what was it that that drew you towards each other? Um, We, we are oddly similar. So we have like morally and like in the way we're raised, we're complete opposites. Um, But we're similar in a lot of ways in terms of like what we listen to and like the, you know, the idiosyncrasies that you wouldn't generally find in someone and you find in the person you love. And I'm sure a lot of people who are, you know, dating or in a relationship can relate to that. You just, well, like Matt, can you chime in? Yeah, I, 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 We just compliment each other really well. Right. We have a lot of the same, um, just, uh, worldviews, moral beliefs and, She's very outgoing. I'm not that outgoing. Yeah, Matt's That's extremely shy. And before we even started the podcast, he was like, so you're going to talk most of the time. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Then. So, um, yeah, we just balance each other out really well. And that works just, you know, especially for dieting. Um, Matt's more disciplined and I'm more lax and I want to cheat constantly. But <laughs> having a partner that doesn't, you know, is able to confine himself, it makes it easier for the other person as well. I love that. I reckon that's great. And so, um, obviously, you know, you guys then became an item. And uh, and at the time, as you said, you were, you know, vegetarian or at least partly vegetarian. So, what was it that made you decide to change towards a more keto lifestyle? Um, there's really, I would say the pivotal, really turning point that I can pinpoint is I watched this documentary. It's called That Sugar Film, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. and Ozzy made that. That's awesome. Damon, he's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so I watched that and I was just kind of like dawned. I always knew like sugar is bad, obviously, but it just dawned on me that it was like in every single thing we're eating mm-hmm. and a lot of the perceived healthy foods it's in. And I just really wanted to see what it would be like to not have this thing that we have, you know, every meal of the day, every couple hours. So that's where it started. And then I just really liked the energy I got from it initially. And then that was enough to keep me keep me sticking to it. Yeah. The thing, um, I find also most fascinating and it relates to that entirely is that sugar is like a drug and we have this negative connotation around addiction and drugs, but we don't put sugar in that category. And so when we decided to start a ketogenic diet and we fell off of the sugar bandwagon um, for about two (laughs) weeks, we realized that we weren't craving it. We didn't need, you know, the breads, the pastas, the candies, because our bodies were like the withdrawals had like um, subsided. Subsided exactly. It you you withdraw from the sugar, and that's so. When you start a ketogenic diet, you hear a lot of people talk about the keto flu, and so when you're withdrawing f- from sugars and breads and um, carbs in that way, you get headaches, you get um, dizziness, you get fatigue, and that's th- the things that come along with general addiction withdrawal. So that's mm-hmm. what fascinated me. And, you know, every day I'm pushed to continue this diet because I know what it does to my body. Yeah, I think I was more of the one who wanted to start it. Yes. And then she was she got on board pretty quick, though. Yeah. So, Matt, with your vegetarian diet, I mean, obviously, you know, there are there can be lots of different sorts of vegetarian diets as well. I mean, you, you can, um, you know, have a vegetarian diet, which is relatively high in fat if you work hard enough at it. But I guess for many vegetarians, their, their diets are quite high in carbs and sugars because they're eating lots of those fruits and vegetables. You know, what sort of vegetarian diet were you eating prior to going keto? And, and how did you find that withdrawal of some of those carbs and sugars? 
Yeah, I was eating, I would say, you know, I always try eating, I would always try eating relatively high protein just because I was always in the gym trying to gain muscle. But um, mostly whole foods, uh, whole foods, vegetarian diet. A lot of people will do vegetarian keto, which is, it's kind of tough. It's actually a lot tougher. But uh, there's ways that uh, we get a lot of questions on that. But I was following, for the most part, just, you know, a plant-based, vegetarian, whole foods diet for the most part. I would have, like, a pretty good amount of tofu in there, um, a protein shake every day, stuff like that to try supplementing protein. But just by by nature, a lot of the time, vegetarian diets are really high carb, and I think mine was very similar to that. It was not – it was a low-fat diet. Yeah. So, do you think maybe for you, because I guess you had been at least having some more of that protein, even if you weren't having more of the fat, do, do you think maybe the transition might have been smoother for you? And I guess coming from real foods already, as opposed to someone who perhaps is on the, the standard American or the standard Australian diet with, with lots of processed carbs and sugars trying to make that transition? Yeah, it definitely made it easier for me just because I'm in the mindset of, and Mega also, we're in the mindset of, you know, we care what we're putting in our bodies. We are monitoring the effects it's having. But the good thing I would say about keto, which is a lot of the, re- like a lot of the people that watch our channels and read our blogs, is it's an easy transition from a standard American diet because you don't have to calorie restrict at first. You can just and you can mold a lot of the keto foods to be like, you know, very um, over the top, like cheeseburger type of foods, like if, right. if, if you want it to be. And that's totally valid to uh, get off sugar, like if you want to go that route. Um, but yeah, um, I lost my train of thought. That's okay. That's okay. Now, Megan, we were talking about cheats earlier, uh, and you were saying you're the one that's more prone to want to perhaps cheat or perhaps go for something a little bit sweeter. Um, And we've spoken about those, uh, you know, the cravings and the sugar cravings perhaps people have when they go off of sugar. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you find sometimes that when you have more of those cheats or more of those sweeter treats that it starts to push you back towards some of those sugar cravings? Like what do you notice? Um, So erythritol, I mean, you might be familiar with a lot of sweetener substitutes. Mm -hmm. So I'm more of the baker in the house, which makes it difficult. So when I'm at home baking, um, I'm trying cookies, I'm eating all the sweets. (laughs) And I do I do thoroughly enjoy it. And we talk about this a lot, too, is that you're essentially tricking your body. So if I'm eating a cookie sweetened with erythritol as opposed to just the standard sugar, mm. then my body thinks it's getting sugar. So it's, you know, it's prepping for that sugar, it's excited, and then I let it down because I'm not fulfilling <laughs> the the actual um, taste it's going for. So then, yeah, in, cravings are highly increased. And um it's easy to convince Matt, to be honest, to <laughs> to have a couple cookies or um, to you know to cheat, um, quote unquote, because we're not we're not really cheating. Maybe we're going above our carbs, but we're not eating actual sugars. We're eating the substitutes, but that's the issue we find. So, like, so I guess a big thing about Keto Connect for us has been staying on the keto diet is very easy. We're we're continuously making recipes. Um, we're enjoying what we're doing, but since we're taste testing so much, it's hard to keep track of our macro, our macronutrients, so our, our carb, protein, fat intake, and so that'll you know maybe put us over the edge some days, and we'll be eating a lot more than we should, um, which comes, I guess, with the business. Yeah, the people want desserts. Yeah, so, yeah, it's so, <laughs> so true. Yeah, so we don't ever really cheat um, in this in the 
type of way where we're just like eating a lot of traditional carbs. We'll eat like a, a couple of cookies that are sweetened with artificial sweeteners. And then have yeah. almond flour and nuts have yeah. carbs as you know. Yeah. But yeah, the cravings definitely start coming back when you're doing that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it sounds like you might be a bit like me, Matt, where, you know, I've got pretty good <laughs> discipline when it comes to the supermarket. You know, I've got pretty good discipline when it comes to what I cook. But when it comes to what I eat, I'm terrible. Like once it's in my house, you know, then it's in trouble. Like it's going to get eaten. Yeah. So, so I'm always better off just not buying it and not cooking it and then I'm pretty okay. But once it's been made, then it tends to get demolished. So you're a bit like that as well, Matt? Yeah, that's why I can't buy peanut butter. <laughs> he, he's a trash pit. Like when I first started dating him, I was like, wow, he doesn't eat that much. He's really good. And then we started, you know, spending more time together. And I was like, oh, he just eats everything that's in front of his face. He can't control it. So he's like never yeah. hungry because he's always just eaten. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, so tell us about the third member of your team, uh, Miley. She's got a profile picture on your website. Tell us about her. Oh, she's the best. Right um, right now she's playing um, with her toy mice. Yeah. <laughs> she always finds her way into our YouTube videos is a funny thing. We'll put the camera and there's only like a little sliver of re- like space in the background and she'll she'll be right there all the time. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we adopted her from the animal shelter, and she's really a handful. Not she's not just a cat you can leave alone. She always wants to be in your face and stuff. But uh, yeah, she's great. I'm, I'm yeah. glad you clarified that it's a cat there, Matt, because we hadn't actually mentioned that bit yet. I think people might have been wondering what was going on. This, yeah. this weird little human playing with mice or something. <laughs> True. All right, so yeah, so you guys said that your YouTube channel, you've mentioned that a couple of times now. So so YouTube is your primary, I guess, way of communicating with people. What made you decide to do it that way? Um, I guess just so we have a food blog. That is that's like what I would say Keto Connect is for right. the most part. And we just wanted to, like we see a lot of food blogs, all the low carb food blogs, a lot of them none of them really have an outreach or like a personality behind it. And that's what we wanted to be. Yeah. I mean, not that we set out to be that. That's just what we are naturally, I think. Like Keto Connect's YouTube channel is just us maybe more educational as well as just like giving a look into our lives and what it's like eating a keto diet. Right. And it also comes from a standpoint where um, it's it's more of a so it's a lifestyle. It's not just a diet. So mm. when people see us, we they see our bodies, they see us talking and us eating. They realize that you know we're not these strict you know um, yeah that's a big intense part. dieters. We are just two people. We're a couple. We have a cat. We we live <laughs> our lives. We cook food. We eat a lot of baked goods. I mean, I feel like it gives us our personalities as well as something to relate to. So people feel like, oh, this is this is a couple who can do it and you know, they live a normal life. So why can't I? We want people to relate and to be able to also feel like it's possible for them too. Yeah, seeing it being done is a big thing. I would say particularly for keto because it's a pretty extreme diet in the sense that normal Americans are eating, you know, 400 grams of carbs a day plus and we're saying under 20 grams of carbs a day and that's mm. like pretty intimidating. And to see just, you know, two normal people doing it is very reassuring for a lot of people that are just looking to get started in it. 
Yeah, I think that's great. And I think what you're saying about making it real is so important. You know, I think so many people, they'll follow, you know, your highlights on social media, you know, your highlight reel and they'll see, you know, things that you make or things that you do and they kind of get this unrealistic idea of who you are and what your life is and how strict you are. And, you know, I know that certainly happens with me uh, where, you know, where I'm, you know, just a very ordinary guy, very laid back, you know, I try and keep things as simple as possible. Um, but, but, you know, people have this idea of what you do and how hard it would be to replicate that in their own lives, which is often far from reality. So, it, it's great for people to be able to get that insight into you guys, you know, on a, on a face-to-face basis, I guess, even though it's over the internet, and, and to just to see that you are just real people, just regular people. Right, exactly. Yep. So, Looking at your website, I was looking at a couple of things there and one of the things that stuck out to me was you're talking about doing keto on $5 a day. Now, I reckon that's really interesting because a lot of people think about swapping to perhaps a ketogenic diet or it might be a high-fat diet or it might be a paleo diet or whatever it is and they're thinking, well, you know, I'm going to have to buy more meat, you know, I'm going to have to buy more uh, perhaps, uh, you know, real food, I might have to go organic, Um, you know, this is going to get really expensive. Um, but you guys are saying you can do that on $5 a day. So can you give people some tips on how they might go about doing that? Yeah, this is another one of our very popular uh, posts and YouTube video series. Is, and we actually did this for five days. We went grocery shopping and you got a meal prep if you're going to pull off $5 a day. Absolutely. Because then you're also forced to just eat what's cooked in your fridge because you don't have anything else. (laughs) Yeah, you got to buy in bulk. So in our case, we bought a 10-pound chicken, um, a cup, maybe like three or four pounds of ground beef and sausages and bacon. Eggs. Eggs. So those are all the protein fats. Then to supplement that, we got um, some broccoli and... You know, just adding in butter and coconut oil to a lot of stuff. I think for the most part, we just did broccoli and salads. We did, we got some lettuce too. And um, yeah, we just cooked everything on the weekend. And we have videos showing people how to do this if they want. And we definitely wanted to do this just to show that, you know, it can be done on $5 a day. It's not. Um, Go ahead. Right. So no, the, yeah, like you were saying, the intimidating thing is about buying the grass fed butter and the grass fed beefs. And, um, when I look at the butter prices, I'm like, this is, this is incredible. Like how are we affording butter for $5, you know, (laughs) um, for a stick stick or so. And so we also talk about how, if you, if you don't go the grass fed way, that's absolutely fine. You can just get the standard grocery store beefs and butter and still, you know, work in a ketogenic diet. Um, in our video, we do actually end up getting the grass fed butter, right? Yeah. Um, and just standard beef. We don't go the grass fed way, but, um, a tip for just being able to successfully do it is to just like Matt said, buy in bulk, not get the snacks, you know, that we're used to. So, um, we don't need tons of nuts in the house. We don't need tons of cheese. And being on a keto diet, you're also being more sated from just the fat intake. So if you buy in bulk and you buy fatty stuff and you add butter and coconut oil to a lot of things, then you're not need- needing to snack. And so that makes it easier to be under $5 a day. Yeah, I think that's also a very good point is you don't let you don't always have to worry about being perfect. Like, do I need to get this grass fed butter? Do I need to get, you know, the $17 a pound free range chicken breast? (laughs) Like, 
that's optimal for sure, but we want to just make it accessible for everyone. And, you know, you, sometimes you have to buy the grocery store chicken breasts for like a dollar a pound. Right. Yeah, Gotta I think do that's it. great because, you know, it's about doing the best you can, isn't it? And right. so, you know, there's no point, you know, if you can't afford the organic butter, there's no point throwing your hands in the air and saying, well, I might as well just have the white bread. You know, there, there's there's an in-between there somewhere, you know, like you can actually, uh, you know, you can still be do, just doing the best you can and making the best choices you can and, and people should feel really good about doing that. You know, it, it, you shouldn't feel less than or guilty or anything like that for making the best choice you can to move your health and your family's health often in the right direction. So, I think it's such a great point that, you know, we can't always all be perfect and, you know, sometimes you go into the shop and the organic bananas will be, you know, the prices just spiral out of control and you might just get the regular bananas. You know, whatever it happens to be, um, you know, you guys might be having a few less bananas than me on on your keto lifestyle, but... um, you know, you, you you just make the best choices you can with what you've got, and I and I really want to in, encourage everyone to do that because you know none of us are perfect, and you can't be perfect all the time, and you need to be okay with that, and just accept that you know you're doing the best you can, and make the best choice you can, and and feel good about that, not guilty about that. Yep, perfect is the enemy of good. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So, um, you know, one of the things you guys obviously do then as well is uh, is bulk cook. You know, so you, you cook in, in batches and prep and, and that's obviously something that makes it a whole lot cheaper as well. Is that something you tend to do like on, on Sunday, on the weekend or when do you usually do that? Yeah, we, we actually do it on Sundays because we both have the time. We're about to start the week and if, when we're going to work, we want to pack our lunches so we know that on Sunday, we need to get that done. So we usually do it in the evening. We'll, ha- you know, enjoy the morning time, do some Keto Connect stuff, and then we'll just get everything in the oven or on the stove, whatever it needs to do. And, you know, we take turns checking on the stuff that's cooking. Yeah, I'd say there's definitely two sides. It's either we're testing out a bunch of recipes, then we have a ton of just <clears throat> random stuff in the fridge that we eat throughout the week. And then a lot of times we'll also meal prep on Sundays and, you know, get right. get more strict for the week. Yeah. So just going on from that, tell us a bit about what your schedule looks like because obviously we've spoken quite a bit about the keto diet stuff but Matt, you've also mentioned that you like to exercise, um, you've both got full-time jobs, you know, we know that stress is such an important part and, and rest and relaxation is such an important part of our sort of holistic wellness picture as well. So how are you guys fitting all of this in and, and doing it in a healthy way? It's pretty tough. Um, <laughs> for, for, ex- for example, tonight's our date night. Yeah. And we're doing a podcast. Oh, but uh, I'm on date night. How's that? Yeah, that's pretty special. It's part of our date. Um, but like you, you, what you kind of alluded to, listening to your body is extremely important. So knowing what you need, you need to get done that day, you know, if you, you're not perfect. But our routine generally day morning some some weekends if we can't make it on the weekdays we wake up around 5 five thirty, and we get our workout in in the morning before yep. we both head to work so we'll go to the gym for an hour five thirty to six thirty. come home shower and then we'll both just go to work yeah and i have like a sacred like nine thirty p.m that's pretty much it yeah. I, I wind down for about an hour and then i try to get to bed by like ten thirty, and that's pretty a hard rule for me yeah and i usually follow suit so we're to bed early, but we're up real uh, no we're yeah, to bed early, but we're up early. So we're getting our workout in, we're getting our meals in, we're getting our keto connect stuff in. So when we come home from work, we actually just do keto connect stuff straight away until we're tired and we can't bear it anymore and then we go to bed. 
So it's it's all around the clock, and I'm sure you can understand. You you know you have your podcast and such. It's it's a full time job with your job. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. There's more that goes into it than you think. But I guess when you're passionate about it, when you're inspired about it, like you guys are, and I guess the beautiful thing with you guys is you can do that together. So you're getting a you know, great couple time about a joint you know project and a joint passion at the same time as as being able to work on that, which is a wonderful thing. Yeah, it's definitely a big plus. Yeah, nice. Um, well, guys, it's, it's been great having you on. Um, I'd love for you to be able to tell people a bit more about uh, how they can find you and what they can what they can expect if they head over to your YouTube channel and uh, and what sort of stuff you've got coming up in the future as well. Uh, yeah, just if you search Keto Connect on YouTube, you'll find us. Um, you can expect to find we usually do one recipe video. Um, a educational video just kind of detailing what to expect on a keto diet and then maybe one random fun one like where we taste test low carb ice cream taste test quest bars stuff like that um, so pretty much everything you'd want to see from what a keto life is like from a fun young millennial couple yeah <laughs> um, we actually have a giveaway video that we just put out today so if you do head over soon well it's not airing oh never mind <laughs> if you look back about a month yeah <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah so that's what you can find on our YouTube channel we have a food blog ketoconnect.net where you can look for low carb recipes a lot of great recipes and yeah and now you guys mentioned that you're going to do a keto quick start program. Uh, obviously, uh, you know by the time this episode goes live, it'll either be live or being very close to being live. So can you tell us a bit about why you decided to do the keto quick start program and, and what that's going to involve? Yeah, so it's a, we've been working really hard on this, put a ton of hours into it. And what it is, our goal is it's a Udemy course, which is a, an online course website, udemy.com. And the idea behind the course is to give everyone, like from zero to 100, what you need to know to start keto. Like going from today, I know nothing, tomorrow I can start a keto diet, basically, is what our goal for the course is. So, and go ahead, tell them. And we even like, we cook some of our favorite meals and we tell you the exact breakdown. And we're going to also have a meal plan in it so you could follow that if you're struggling with what to eat and what your intake should be. Um, and then we'll have our macro calculator on our website that you'll be able to go to and figure out your actual macros for your daily intake. So yeah, like Matt said, the point is to get you starting on a keto diet as soon as you want to. You don't have, you have all these questions lingering, but we're going to answer them in our course. Beautiful. That sounds great, guys. I mean, we've had uh, one of my good friends, Jimmy Moore, come on the podcast several times now. And, uh, and he's spoken all about the keto diet. You know, he's come to Adelaide a couple of times and done some talks for us. So I know there's a lot of people who've listened in to him who've thought, hey, that sounds pretty cool. That sounds like something I'd like to try. And, and perhaps for those people, then, then something like this quick start would be just absolutely perfect for them to, to actually get started and to have a you know, a step-by-step -step action plan they can follow. Because as you said, sometimes it can be a bit overwhelming to start with, of not, sure, not knowing quite where to start or how to start or what to do. So that sounds great, guys. Thank you. We're excited. Yep. So thank you so much for coming on the show today, guys. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been great to, to e-meet you online and, uh, and hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll get you down to Australia sometime and, and get to meet you properly as well. Uh, but thanks for coming on board and keep up the great work, guys. Thank thanks you. So and much if, for having us. if you're ever in Philadelphia, you know who to reach out to. Sounds good. Sounds good. It sounds like uh, you know, Matt can take me along to some sport over there. It sounds like you're a bit of a sport nut, Matt. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys. Uh, for everyone else, until next week, join the conversation on Facebook. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Join our newsletter list at thatpaleoshow.com. And let's help grow the paleo tribe worldwide. Join us next week on That Paleo Show. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.